0: Cabin ...and called them in one by one. Oh, I know, thief, said Mr. Arbuthnot, the ship's carpenter. I came in here to check for structural damage from the dust up, so I did. And when I ain't found none, I left. And yet the casket was broken into, and a necklace stolen, said Fairfax. Child's play, for a man with your skills, and tools... I'm telling you, it weren't me, bridled Arbuthnot. A shrill squawk rent the air. Pretty necklace, pretty necklace. Both men glanced at the African parrot. Mine, mine. Will I be you?' asked the carpenter. Fairfax nodded, and Arbuthnot levered himself out of the chair and stepped out of the cabin, his wooden leg thumping on the deck with each step. A timid boy, barely fourteen years old, took his place. What were you doing in this cabin, Will? Looking for new shirts for the captain, Mr. Fairfax, sir. Will held his neckerchief in his hands and twisted it. i done nothing wrong. New shirt. Aye, said Will. The captain, he keeps getting sword cuts in his good silk shirts. I was looking to see if there were any here. And did you find any? No, sir. The captain came back, yelled at me to hurry up or I'd miss the boat back to the ranger, Stole me something awful he did. And after he startled you, what did you do then? Went straight out the door, just behind the captain, said Will. It ain't wise to keep the captain waiting. So you didn't steal the necklace? Oh, no, sir. I'm a pirate, said the boy, his chest puffed out would never break the code. Feeling thoroughly confused, Fairfax waved Will out of the office. Will ushered in Nehemiah, assistant to the ship's cook. Sir, Nehemiah, what were you doing in this cabin? Nehemiah didn't say a word. Please, sir, he can't speak, sir. His tongue was cut out by the Yoruba. Ah, of course, Will. Thank you, you may go. Will left. Fairfax asked his question again. What were you doing in a cabin? Nehemiah mimed carrying a platter. You were bringing the captain his dinner. Nehemiah shook his head side to side. No? You were clearing up after his dinner. Nehemiah nodded. The parrot squawked. Pretty Polly, pretty Polly. And you didn't steal the necklace. Nehemiah shook his head and moved his hands in an emphatically negative gesture. At a loss for further questions, Fairfax ran his fingers through sun-bleached hair and waved him out of the room. Elijah, boomed Bosun Ridley as he came in, stooping low under the beams. Pretty mess we've got here. You can say that again, said Fairfax. Captains roiled, crews upset, all because of one rotten apple in the barrel. Well, you can't think it was me, can you? laughed the bosun. Sacrifice my position just for a necklace and a pair of diamond earrings? I've got more sense. What were you doing in the cabin anyway? asked Fairfax. I'd have thought you'd have been busy re-reaving the rigging. Captain asked me to sail this here jackdaw to Devil's Island for a refit. Just wanted to check if this lubberly captain carried charts and instruments. Always best to be prepared, that's my motto. So it wasn't you. Swear on me grandma's grave, God bless her, said Ridley. Anything else? Because I've got to get moving smartly if I'm going to have Jack Dorl ready to sail by dark. Captain Roberts stormed in. You found me a man to maroon yet, Fairfax? Not quite. I have one question for you. Did Will go over to the ranger with you?" Aye, he's a dullard, that one. I had to come back here to fetch him. He knocked all that powder on the floor and I had to drag him out with me to make sure he didn't get left behind. Yo ho ho, in a bottle of rum, sang the parrot. And suddenly, Fairfax knew who the culprit was. the suspects. Mr. Arbuthnot? Will? Nehemiah?